0: Our regular Monday morning NRL analyst is Chief Rugby League Reporter at the Sydney Morning Herald and the Sun Herald, Adrian Prozienko. He joins us now. day, Adrian. How are you doing? Good morning. How's things? Good, thank you. What are you hearing about Cody Nikarima to the Warriors? Uh, first of all, before I get your opinion on it, uh, what are you hearing about its likelihood?
1: Well, I think there's certainly some interest there, whether the Warriors will admit to as much or not, um, regardless. Um, you know certainly uh you know he he's had an up and down sort of time at the the Broncos um and Milford you know obviously combined well on the weekend but uh generally speaking there's a feeling that they they haven't gelled as well as uh they should have and that that's perhaps one of the reasons why uh they are where they are on the um NRL ladder especially given the, the forward pack that they play behind which everyone would uh, concede is probably one of the best in the NRL so Certainly, there's been some interest from the Warriors. We know that they're, um, you know, not altogether happy with uh, how the halves have been going. Um, we know that they had a look at Parramatta's Dylan Brown uh, earlier in the year or late last year as well, and um, it wouldn't surprise to see uh, Nikorima potentially going across. But, but then again, Brisbane wouldn't want to let him go unless they had a, a plan B in reserve. And they've got a couple of good young halves, but um, they would probably need someone NRL ready. Um, I'm not quite sure who that would be. There was a rumour going around last week that perhaps Mitch Moses was uh, on the Broncos' radar, uh, and I checked that out. There, there'd been certainly no approach or no interest at that point, but um, you would think they'd have to get someone else if they were to let Cody Nicarima cross the ditch.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I guess that's it, isn't it? If they if they don't, or they decide either they they can't get anybody to replace him or they don't have the existing resources to uh, to cover him leaving... Then this deal is dead in the water, isn't it? They just wouldn't let him go.
1: You would think so. That's right. And um, you know, even if if they you know were to lose him, you, you know they wouldn't let him go straight away. I mean, even someone like a Mitch Moses is probably the uh, highest profile half available on the market. what going to let him go in the middle of the year, even if they were to uh, get someone like him, um, and for what it's worth, I think he'll probably stay at Parramatta anyway. So. Um, there there's still a fair bit to play out in this, but um, in terms of the interest, it's certainly there from the Warriors' point of view.
0: All right. We'll uh, follow the story and see what uh, what comes of it. Let's have a look back at weekend seven in the uh, in the NRL. Uh, we covered off the Warriors. Of course, they played their Anzac Day, uh, traditional Anzac Day game against uh, the Melbourne and Gave a pretty good account of themselves. Uh, let's look at the other games across the weekend. Uh, Friday night, Bulldogs 24, Cowboys 12. First win in a month for the Bulldogs. A uh, bit of an arm wrestle, this one, between a couple of sides that have, have struggled so far this season?
1: Yeah, I can't see either of these teams um, you know, challenging for the premiership, and I, I don't think we'll see either of them in the top eight either. Um, what was interesting for, for me was that the Cowboys actually had um, the majority of possession, possession and a, a high completion rate, and yet they did very little with it. Um, and, you know, Corey you Naira know, scored a couple of tries, and... Um, You know, it was um, was a good reward for the Bulldogs because they they tend to turn up and have a go most weeks. Um, And unfortunately for the Cowboys now, that scrutiny and pressure goes on to Paul Green. Um, This is the second year in a row that they're struggling a little bit. So um, some questions about the coach are going to have to be asked.
0: Also on Friday night, Panthers 18, Rabbitohs 22. This is the Panthers in their first game uh, in the post Phil Gould era, of course. A fifth loss of the season. Uh, South's are six from seven in the, uh, in the winning stakes uh, to start their season. Are the Panthers in a bit of trouble, Adrian?
1: Absolutely. Well, I mean, that was the big story last week. The fact that Phil Gould had decided that his job was redundant and we know that he had uh, basically put Wayne Bennett on a platter for uh, the Panthers and they decided uh, not to take him and instead go for Ivan Cleary. So, um I was just watching this game at home just thinking, I wonder who uh, Phil Gould is uh, cheering for. Is he going for the Panthers or for for Wayne Bennett? But um, look, definitely the pressure's on uh, now for uh, the Panthers and Ivan Cleary. Um, You know, Ivan won his power struggle with Phil Gould. He inherited a side that, you know, should be premiership ready. They've got a, a gun roster and even though it was a, a, an improved performance from them, um, you know, the, the halves of uh, Query and Maloney were outplayed by Reynolds and Walker, which, um, you know, could have some origin implications as well. Cody um, Walker in particular has been outstanding this season.
0: On Saturday, uh, the Tigers 30, the Titans 14. The Titans, I think, were 14 nil up, weren't they? After about 15 or 16 minutes, the Tigers then ran over the top of them. Uh, a, uh, a knee injury to Josh Reynolds, though. Do we know how serious that is?
1: Yeah, this is, um, wasn't a good start for Josh Reynolds. The poor bloke uh, muffed the kick off and dropped the ball, and then he was um, injured after about seven minutes. And we're still yet to uh, find out whether or not he'll be available for, for this week. Um, they strapped up his knee a suspected MCL, um, and he was on the sidelines prowling up and down. But uh, to be honest, they didn't need him. They had um, Ryan Madison move into 5'8", um, because obviously they didn't have Benji Marshall at their disposal. And he was probably the best player on the field. He was he was terrific. And, um, you know, in the end, Mahe Finnell scored three tries, Robert Jennings two And it was 30 unanswered points, which is, you know, bizarre, as you said, after they'd uh, led in the first 14. So it was a, a good recovery from the Tigers. And I think it was about a 61-point turnaround after the shellacking they copped uh, from Parramatta last week.
0: Saturday night as well, the Broncos uh, finally got their second one of the season, 29-6 over the Sharks. The Sharks were... Quite badly depleted, though, weren't they? Injury hit, and not only before the game, but immediately before the game, and then during the game when Sean when Johnson came off.
1: That's right. So so Josh Dugan was a late scratching. You mentioned Sean Johnson had a hamstring problem, and this is a side that was already without and Woods, Graham, and Nakora. So, um, you know, in, you know, in our absence, I think Anthony Milford finally sort of put his stamp on the game, and, and he kicked beautifully and... and orchestrated the play, but um yeah, you know, it really was a, a pale imitation of the usual Cronulla Sharks side. So finally the Broncos get a win, a little bit of pressure off Anthony Seabold, but it, it won't be off for long because he's got Wayne Bennett in his sights for uh for this coming week. So an- another week and um, you know, more scrutiny about the uh the coaches after um the coaching merry go round of last season.
0: There's a bit of scrutiny, too, on Sean Johnson in the uh, the, uh, changing rooms on his phone. Um, Is this going to have any repercussions? Yeah, very interesting.
1: Obviously, the protocols are that, um, you know, because of uh, concerns about the integrity for sport and match fixing that you're not allowed on your phone. Um, We'll get to the bottom of that, I'm sure, at some point today. Um, Occasionally, they'll let you, um, if, if, if an NRL official, Allows you. You're allowed to get on your phone and um, you know just you can get in touch with your last ones and tell them that you're okay or whatever else. So we just have to check whether or not uh, Sean Johnson got the okay, or uh, otherwise there might be a bit of strife for him.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll watch uh, that story unfold. Yesterday, Sea Eagles 24, Raiders 20. Um, the Sea Eagles lost Daly Cherry-Evans with an ankle injury. You have to give it to them though, don't you? I mean, the Raiders have been really good this season. The Sea Eagles stayed on task. I-, I thought they did really well to win that game.
1: Especially after they were down 12-0 early and, um, you know, you talk about injuries. DC wasn't the only guy that, um, you know, was a a setback for them because they lost uh, to Thor and Coruscant uh, through the course of the the match as well. So um, I I think it just, you know, I wrote about 1,400 words on Dez Hazler and the effect that he's had um, on the weekend um, on this manly side and... um, First and foremost, he's done a great job, of, you know, defensively. Even though they did leak 20 points against a, a white-hot team, but um, to come back from the adversity that they suffered, you know, during that match, uh, I thought it was extraordinary. It was a terrific effort, and um, it's going to test their stocks even further. Given Trebojevic is out, uh, DCE is out, which will probably put him out of the reckoning for Origin, which is a real shame because he's been playing terrific. And there was even talk that. He could be the Queensland Maroons captain as well. So Hasler will now uh, take on his dogs for the first time since they sacked him next week. So... um the narrative continues when it comes to uh, coaches coming up against their former clubs.
0: Yeah, it seems to happen every week, doesn't it? As you say, with the uh, the coaching merry go round that's, uh, that's gone on. Uh, final game of the weekend, saw the uh, the Newcastle Knights snap a five-game, losing streak, bouncing back from that uh, loss to the Titans last time out. They beat the Eels 28-14. So I guess Nathan Brown is safe for the meantime as coach of that team, is he?
1: Yeah, big side release for Nathan Brown, and Parramatta were just off the pace from the get-go. They were down 20 0 um, fairly early, and um, just just what struck me watching this was just they lost pretty much every play the ball. The Knights were just quicker, stronger, faster through the middle. Um, Parramatta's markers were struggling to uh, to get in front of the um, play the ball like it was just too fast for them. And um, yeah, Mitchell Pearce has been you know, particularly disappointing this year. I think he had his best game to, for a long time. So. Um, Nathan Brown is a a very relieved man uh, after what happened uh, yesterday.
0: Great stuff as always, Adrian. Thanks for taking the time to join us uh, Monday morning with a wrap of the weekend's action. Enjoy your week, and we'll uh, do it all again next Monday.
1: Likewise. Thanks very much. Cheers.
0: Cheers, mate.